Look, I love eating bread. I love eating tortillas. I love just, I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. But I'm trying to get healthy for this new year. And that's why I'm effing with hero bread. Okay. Hero bread is listening to their biggest fans and has just launched their new recipe, which is made with heart healthy olive oil. And guess what? Hero Bread has zero to one gram of net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and is high in fiber, okay? And, and guess what? Hero Bread products are delicious and flavorful, offering the soft, fluffy experience that you love when enjoying a refreshing BLT, savory breakfast burrito, or mouth-watering cheeseburger. But guess what? Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order of their new recipe. Go to hero.co and use code DUDES10 at checkout. That's D-U-D-E-S-1-0 at H-E-R-O dot C-O. I love it. Welcome back to Dudes Behind the Foods. Oh, this is a Halloween episode? Okay. Yeah. How come we didn't dress up then? Well, um, actually, yo, I brought this because Goody Brand is dropping our Howlin' Rays collab uh, oh. in November. And I don't know if I'm supposed to promote it yet, but we got this Halloween collab dropping. It was This was my idea because um, Howlin' Rays is like a hot chicken spot that's like super popping out here in L.A. And um, so I was like, yo, what if we took the Ghost Rider design and said Ghost Pepper because we they use Ghost Pepper in their seasoning. And then we flipped it. And instead of the skull on fire, it's a chicken on fire. Ghost Pepper, Holler Rays, Goody Brand collab drops next month in November. So check that out. Well, guys, that wraps up this episode of <laughs> <laughs> Dudes Behind the Foods. Howlin' Rays has always been fire, man. The trendsetters of, of uh, Nashville hot chicken in L.A. In L.A. for sure. In L.A., 100%. Um, and, uh, yeah, man, I've, uh, that, that's a, a big collab for us. You know, we haven't done a whole, a whole lot of collabs yet, so um, I'm hyped for that. Happy Halloween. Hold on, did you? What is that? It's my Halloween costume. So <laughs> okay. you did for your Halloween costume. It sure did, dude. <laughs> Happy Halloween! <laughs> you just look like a baby with tattoos, dog. <laughs> I am ready for Halloween, dude. <laughs> you look naked. I know. That's the oh, this costume. I've literally been wearing this costume for years. And it's so funny, like, I would be walking around, like, New York City on Halloween, walking around Times Square, and I would have, like, a coat and just this shit on, and so many people would double take because they thought I was for real naked, you know? Wait, who is that supposed to be? It's a wrestler, um, RKO, that guy. Oh, uh, the fuck, the guy he went, he fought in the UFC, too, I think. Yeah. Is it? No, no, Randy Orton. Randy Orton, He yes. did fight in the UFC, I apologize, it's Randy Orton. Yes, 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 and this is who it is, and uh, I, I just got this at fucking Party City one year, I didn't even know who he was, and, um, and uh, I love it, I wear this shit all the time, but it's a struggle, dog, because it's like, it zips all the way up, like, to the point that I can't reach, so. Oh, I, that's what girls go through, dude, with the yes, dress. with their fucking, like, you know, jumpsuits and shit, so. 
there's this one time specifically, I remember I was at a club for Halloween and I had to pee so bad and I went to the bathroom and I was like, hey dog, hey, hey bro, um, can, can you unzip me real quick? <laughs> to a stranger. <laughs> You're trying to be all hard about it. <laughs> hey, 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 bro. Unzip me real quick, bro. <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure, got you. And, so afterward, and then afterwards, after I get done peeing, I got to be like, yo, can someone, can someone zip me back up real quick? <laughs> hey, my man. <laughs> hey, yo, my man, you like hip-hop? And uh, can you zip me up real quick? You like hip-hop? Hey, yo, you like hip-hop? Hey, yo, zip me up real quick, huh? Hey. You know what that reminds me of? So, hey, I actually completely forgot about this. So recently I went to a wedding and I was going to bring this up on the podcast, but I forgot. But I'm glad you brought that up. Mm -hmm. So this is probably one of the most, I want to say uncomfortable, but very interesting situations I've ever been in. So when uh, I went to a wedding recently and I was walking with Mariel and there was a guy in a wheelchair. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, you know, obviously when, when he went into the same elevator with us, I asked him what floors or whatever. And we're about to go. And uh, he starts asking this lady next to us where a bathroom is. And I was like, oh, I'm going to the bathroom too. You could just, you know, walk with me. And as we're going, he goes, hey, so when we're in the bathroom, I might need your help. I was like, cool, I'll open the door for you. And so when we go in, I open the door and I'm about to go pee. And he goes, um, I'm, I'm going to need some help. And I'm like, uh, what do you mean? So he goes, he's telling me what to do. And I can't process what's going on. So he has a catheter bag oh. attached to his penis yeah. that goes into a bag. And then the, the 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 line goes all the way through his leg, and then he has a valve at the bottom. Oh, that he has to like empty? Empty, but he can't reach it. So uh, he was looking, and I've just met this guy. And yeah. he goes, hey, I'm, like, I'm so sorry, but I'm gonna need your help. And I'm like, I don't know what he meant. And he goes, he's not telling me what it means. Right. And he goes, okay, so you're gonna get a cup. And he's just giving me instructions, but he's not telling me what I'm supposed to do. And he goes, here's a cup. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know what you want me to do. He goes, and I'm about to touch something before I put the cup. And he goes, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. He goes, you're going to have to put the cup under the valve. I had to empty his pee bag. Are you serious? Yeah. So I go under and I'm telling you, I, first of all, this man peed so much. <laughs> <laughs> he peed so much. I, I counted how many cups of pee I had to release out of that bag. <laughs> it was a total of 10 times. So were, wait, were you like opening the valve, then closing so it when a, it filled up? Or were you like... <laughs> I was like a bartender where I just slide the cup in. Like, like I was making a drink for a party of 10. I was, You're like fucking tossing the catheter bag, tossing the bag like, hey, what's up, bro? I'm doing stunts. Jay McGuire, uh, Tom Cruise and shit. That'd be so funny if I was just making cocktail jokes at him. Oh my but God. But I think it was already uncomfortable for him to ask me. Yeah. And so I filled out 10 cups. No I, way. Like these little plastic cups and I said, and I had to go to the toilet and dump it out. And, and he had the cups on him? So he asked for a cup from the lady before he went in, when he was asking her where the bathroom was. So he asked her for a cup. Oh, so you had to keep going back and forth? With I had to keep going. One cup? One cup, and I keep going back and forth to the toilet, back to him, back to the Holy toilet. Holy shit. And I had to make sure that there was no pee on his pants because I, you know, this is the first time. I, so I had to close the valve every time. Every time. So pee, let it go, close the valve, go in. And then. Damn, like a tap. Yes. It was crazy. And I just kept thinking in my head, bro, how much did you pee? <laughs> this is enough. Enough is enough. It might have also been the fucking, maybe it was pee that was building up like all yeah, night and, and this shit was just full. Yeah. So this is right before the wedding started. Oh. And then afterwards, you know, I, you know, I helped him do whatever. <laughs> of course, me, I was like, okay, this is, you know, embarrassing for him, but I have to make a joke. Yeah. So, so I looked at him. I bent door. I was like, 
you know we're getting married now, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then I was the only one laughing. He didn't laugh. Really? Yeah, I was like, oh, come on, oh, man. What a dick. You just emptied his pee bag. Yeah, I was like, you better laugh. Give you a sympathy laugh at yeah. least. And then afterwards, he's like, no, be quiet, Siri. I'm not talking to you. <laughs> and then he was just like, afterwards, like I saw him again. I was yeah. like, hey, best friend. <laughs> Because I have to at this point. And what do you say? Huh? He kind of laughed a little uh, bit and he just kept the pause. Like, don't apologize. Like, I'm just joking because now we're intimate. Right. I was like, I've never done something so intimate for anybody in my life. <laughs> anybody. And he's like, cool, cool. Um, all right, man, meet me after happy hour because <laughs> I'm going to get fucked up, dude. <laughs> he goes, do I suck your dick now or what? <laughs> yeah, but I, I emptied out a stranger's pee bag. Wow. That's crazy. Like, what, what would he have done if no one was there? Well, that's what I was wondering, too. And like, who would he have asked? He's right. like, he asked me because, you know, I'm a kind guy. Yeah. I'm not going to leave the dude stranded. So was he a, 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 a uh, so obviously he like is in a wheelchair like permanently. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. I, I, I don't think he's a quadriplegic, but he was paraplegic for sure. Okay. okay. Yeah. But then I, I also thought too, in my head, I'm like, you know, David, you're, you've grown up. Because <laughs> I think if I was younger, I would have been freaked out. Right, But right. then in my mind, I was just being empathetic. Like, this guy yeah. had to go out of his way to ask a stranger to do this. I mean, and that's so, tough. That's super tough. I imagine him just being at the bathroom and being like, hey, yo, who likes hip hop? <laughs> <laughs> my man, can my you man. zip me up real quick? <laughs> like, hey, yo, 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 you like hip, that's cool, that's cool. Can you, uh, I got this bag, bro. <laughs> I got this pee bag. <laughs> <laughs> like, just any way to start a conversation. <laughs> hey, yo. What if you sound aggressive towards me and shit? Hey, you ain't gonna walk away not empty my pee bag, though. <laughs> Dog. <laughs> I can't believe I whispered to him that we're gonna get married. That's so funny, bro. Oh, God. Wow, that's crazy, man. I mean, well, shit, that has to be so difficult for him to ask, you know? Um, I feel like, damn, like, he didn't. Why wouldn't you bring a, bring a buddy? I mean, I guess weddings, you don't get a plus one unless you're, like, married. Or I, I mean, it was interesting, too, because uh, he definitely had family members there. But he decided to ask me. Hmm. And I was like, you know what, dude? I must have a friendly face. Yeah. And so I just, it was so much pee. Or maybe while you were refilling the cups and emptying the cups, he's like, I love Genius Brain, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely didn't know who the fuck I was, dude. Because after I made that joke, he didn't laugh at all. <laughs> Especially because I grabbed his wheelchair and I leaned in like this. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I really committed to the joke. <laughs> I imagine like after you, after you replace and like you know after you close the valve, <laughs> you're just like, all right, man, you got to do me a solid now, <laughs> and you're just riding around with him on the wheelchair all night. <laughs> you know what I did. I told him to hold my cup, and I peed in it. <laughs> <laughs> You're just following him around, <laughs> peeing, in a, peeing in a cup. Shit, I'm crying. Oh my god, I'm also crying. Uh, you owe me a favor. <laughs> no, no, you're just you're just handing him your cups of pee. <laughs> like not even. You're like, hey man, here take do do with this what you will. I just gave him my uh, phone number. Hey bro, uh, hey bro where you at? <laughs> where you at, dog? I gotta pee. Oh my god! Uh, oh, wow, man. this is some quality riffing here, dog. This is some good banter. Oh shit! Oh my god, that was great. Oh, that turned a heartfelt moment to a very, to a very weird. 
What a great ten minutes to start the to start the episode. We're wrapping up the episode right here. <laughs> it's all downhill from here. Oh shit. Oh, man, I can't, I should have said that shit to him. <laughs> I, I should have went up to him at the wedding and handed him a cup and be like, "Hey, it is time. <laughs> Your turn. Your turn. Tag her in." Oh shit! Wait a drink it. <laughs> Asking if he likes hip hop. <laughs> oh man! Wow, that oh, was great. <laughs> you made me feel better for one of the most awkward moments of my life. <laughs> oh man! Look, oh. I'll, I'm always I'll always be here to yeah. turn your heartfelt stories uh. into a bit. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> Especially bombing the marriage joke kind of hurt my feelings. You didn't even know that. Oh, oh. shit! All right, well, I uh, I brought a uh, a tequila. I want you to try. Ooh. Because it's like, I've never tried this before. And um, before I show you the bottle, because the bottle is crazy. <laughs> that was the cup. I'm just... <laughs> yeah, tequila, wink, wink. Yeah. Um, I'm going to pour you a little bottle, a little, a little, a little sip here. Because I've heard a lot about this. Um, but the bottle is kind of crazy. The bottle is kind of crazy. Did I tell you about my friend? I, th- I probably told you this already, but my homegirl who um, dated a guy in a wheelchair and um he actually he got like he wasn't born that way he was shot at a party and so you know i, I guess it hit his spine and he was like paralyzed was in a wheelchair for the rest of his life right so she dated dated this guy and i asked her like yo what was sex like right i think i have told you this already but we'll talk about it again um and she said that he would get turned on mentally and even though he couldn't feel his lower half his penis would get erect so then she could just ride him, and since he couldn't feel anything, he would never come. So she could just ride him as long as he was, like, mentally turned on, and she could just ride him for, like, forever, and he would never bust. Isn't that crazy? That's torture. I mean, I mean, I maybe because he didn't start to feel anything. I mean, I, I guess maybe you get to a point mentally where you're like, like okay. For me, that would be torture. It's like... Dog, well, after like, you already know what it felt like and like you're turned on yeah but you can't come yeah dog that's like some shit satan would do to you if you go to hell you never you never get that release yeah damn that's a struggle oh so she's just like satisfied she goes oh that was great <laughs> <laughs> and he's like well all right all right <laughs> he just high fives her ass <laughs> it's like what's on tv what's next well, I'm curious to see what this tequila is like. God damn it, I can't get that. Hold on a second. Here, here, t- t- talk amongst yourselves while I figure this out. Mm-hmm. I'm getting a little nervous because it's all over the table and we just made a lot of pee jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, they got that damn plastic on the top. Oh, no. Happy Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween. Do you celebrate Halloween? No. So um, a lot of that, uh, me not celebrating Halloween actually stems from me going to church a lot. Ah, yes. Yeah. So, uh. Hallelujah night is what we would call it. We would call it, um, ha, ha, Halla, we would also call it Halloween. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. At, at youth group. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So what would you, you never like dressed up and shit or? Uh, we weren't allowed to, I would say we weren't allowed. Okay, here's the, 
so I did celebrate Halloween, right? When I got older, because that's when you get, you get smashed, you know, you were, you see some hot girls. Yes, and, all the women are uh, floozied out and mm-hmm. they have an excuse. Yes, yes, yes. Exactly. So it was our favorite, favorite, favorite holiday, especially when you go to uh, the clubs at Halloween nights. Oh. And they were the fucking best. It's literally just girls in like lingerie, mm-hmm. just lingerie and some cat ears. Dude, and you could tell like some of these <laughs> girls too, like they probably wouldn't do half the shit they were doing if they weren't in a disguise. Right. I mean, that's the be- that's that's the fun of Halloween. Exactly. You know, you're in a mask. You're like in a whole different person. Like I fucking, I love wearing this thing. <laughs> I- <laughs> it, it was the shit. And so I, that transition into doing Halloween for fun like that was different because I was doing Hallelujah Nights during <laughs> fucking Halloween. And they would set up the whole church with all these different games and prizes. So mm-hmm. we would get a stack of candy. So versus going trick-or-treating when I was really young, because my dad allowed us to trick-or-treat, mm-hmm. but then when we started doing Hallelujah Night at the church, I actually preferred it because we would get four times the amount of candy, and mm. it was the good shit. Uh-huh. Full bars. Full everything, Not right? the bite-sized mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. And so we would do something called lockdowns, too, which when I would think about it now, it's kind of weird that they would call it, <laughs> but we would we would uh, spend the night at the church, uh, and there were was under adult supervision too. Mm-hmm. So we would play games and then we spend the night at church and we wake up and then they would take us out to breakfast and then we were good to go and we would do worship or whatever. Mm-hmm. But when I was a kid, I remember we were so fucking broke. Like my parents didn't, you know, we couldn't afford like Halloween costumes that we wanted to do. Mm. So my parents took the stuff at the beauty supply store and then created costumes for us. Like what? So we would have like, I mean, they still do it now, but you know, you have synthetic hair. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, different synthetic hair too, there would be uh, during the time, like what was really popping was that you would take the braid, the braiding hair, um, like it was made out of this thing called like Konecalon. Okay. And it's basically a plastic, but they were braiding different colors within your hair every right, time. And right, that was right. the hot shit. So we took that braiding hair and my parents turned us into trolls. So they took like these clay masks that we have. They put the clay mask over our face. And the then, fucking Korean skincare mask? Yeah. And then they put the fucking... Uh, the, the green Konecalon hair and made us into actual troll dolls. That is so hilarious and sad. It is the saddest. <laughs> well, I, we have photos somewhere in our house about this. Wow. And we walked around, we were just troll dolls. And then my parents made that costume for us because we were so fucking broke. Damn. Yeah. And then I said, fuck this, I'm going to Hallelujah Night. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, save me from this, Lord, from this from misery. This <laughs> fucking embarrassment, dude. This sucks. Bro, I remember uh, Halloween... I was like a ninja one year or I was, I was still a little ass kid. And this was the first time ever getting scared on Halloween. Um, I was like trick or treating. I went to this guy's door, rang the doorbell and there was an older kid behind me. He was like a teenager and he had, um, um, fucking, um, from Star Trek, uh, the, the robot, the, the Android data. Yeah. Whatever. It was like a full rubber mask. And I don't think I'd ever seen one of those Mm -hmm. before. And I turned around, I seen this dude in his rubber mask, and I went, ah, and I screamed. I got so scared. And I was like, dang, man. And he was, because <laughs> I was pissed. I never got scared before. So he scared me. <laughs> he was, dang, man. And I just remember him being like, sorry. <laughs> I'm Dana. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here, try this out. What is this? I've heard about this tequila, but hmm. I didn't. Yeah, it better be tequila, dude. Oh, it's tequila. Wink. Tequila. Well, it smells good. Mm-hmm. It's a little light. It's a little watery. It's a little, yeah. It, it doesn't uh, have that uh, that bite. It tastes like somebody cut this with water. Okay. Okay. I'm glad you said that. Because this. Kirkland. Oh. <laughs> you know, Kirkland actually does some really great stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you did the blind taste test, too. Yes. Because... 
I didn't have to judge it. Exactly. You know, and I just was like, oh, it takes a little light. It takes a little light. Because so I've heard people be like, nah, man. Like, people online be like, yo, you just pour some Kirkland tequila into the classic Azul bottle and people will never know the difference, right? Yeah. But so I was like, let me see. Because, well, I'm, you know, of course, I saw the bottle, so I know going into it, right? But mm-hmm. I'm like, let me see if, if David, because we've been drinking bougie tequila for a while. Yeah. Let me see if he can... If he can gather what's going on there's here. There's a couple of bartenders that shit on, like, um, Casamigos and... Uh, uh, Clase Azul. I hear a lot of people shit on Clase Azul. And they, and they put up um, <coughs> some other ones, like, this is the tequila that you should drink, and I tried it, and they're really good, too. Yeah. Um, but they're just as expensive. I'm like, hey, what the fuck, man? I just, look, I still, like, I know people, you know, the, like, tequila aficionados will be like, you know, Clase Azul is hyped up because of the bottle, and they add sweeteners, but... I still like it. Yeah. <laughs> and then when I had the other one, too, I thought they were going to give a better alternative in terms of price, too. I was mm. like, they're, like, a little more expensive. <laughs> like, why did, you, why did you give me an alternative that's, like, more expensive, bro? Well, hey, Kirkland, man. Tw- $30, I think. $20, $30. And that's a big-ass fucking bottle. It is a— Jesus Christ. Look, look, if you want to have a little mixer, um, this is—it's it's great. Um, oh, oh. I, bro, do you remember when we were in Miami— filming an episode of send foods and for just like a bit we went around the bars and took like and that bar gave us a free shot of tequila yeah 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 and yeah. it was like bottom shelf shit and that shit hit me so crazy remember i puked you puked that was the first time i saw him puke and it wasn't like but it was we were walking we we're filming our little sh- like b-roll footage we we're just walking through the beach and like doing little goofy shit and i just felt it you know when you feel your feel your jowls like start to fill up with spit and you're like mm, something ain't right and immediately I, I stepped to the side. I was like, I just felt like a, a slight upchuck and I had to like blah into a trash can. I was like, all right, I'm good. That that shit did not agree with me. After years of being on the bougie shit, the cheap shit said, mm-mm, get I'll me out of here. When, um, right, I'll tell you this right after the break. <laughs> <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Look, I love eating bread. I love eating tortillas. I love just, I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. But I'm trying to get healthy for this new year. And that's why I'm effing with Hero Bread. Okay. Hero Bread is listening to their biggest fans and has just launched their new recipe, which is made with heart 
healthy olive oil. And guess what? Hero Bread has zero to one gram of net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and is high in fiber, okay? And, and guess what? Hero Bread products are delicious and flavorful, offering the soft, fluffy experience that you love when enjoying a refreshing BLT, savory breakfast burrito, or mouth watering cheeseburger, but guess what? Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order of their new recipe. Go to hero.co and use code DUDES10 at checkout. That's D-U-D-E-S-1-0 at H-E-R-O dot C-O. I love it. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. People know this about me, like being a big guy my whole life, right? Mm. I, like I said, I, I knew I was big, but I didn't know really how big. Mm. So I was never really that self-conscious about my body unless I was in high school. High school, I was self-conscious, right? Mm. But then after high school, I was just like, you know what? Fuck it, dude. Like, you're a fucking, you're a big guy. You're fat. Yeah. And whether you wear a shirt or not, people know you're fucking fat. This so just go into the water and be comfortable. So yeah. I've been doing that my whole life. Mm. When we went to uh, Miami, that <laughs> shirt wasn't coming off. Absolutely not. Everybody is buff, and the only fat people were like they were eighty. <laughs> so it was just I, that was like the first time in a while that I felt self conscious about my body was when we were in Miami. Miami's different, man. You know, everyone either like is super fit or they're super surgically enhanced. You know, so it's like it's just it's the, different out there. The women, yeah, it every- just. Kahunga. Stacked and half naked everywhere, and uh, it's different. Oh, you know what? Have you ever been to a nude beach? No, I've never been to a nude beach. So I went to one in. Oahu, I do believe. Oh, um, Hawaii has new beaches? Hawaii has new beaches, yeah. Um, Bunch it, of old ass people. I was either though. in Maui or Oahu, and yes, it, it was one that was called like a little in the cut beach, but it was like known for being a nude beach. And um, you kind of have to go over this little, like you go, you park and you kind of go over a little like uh, hill-ish. And, um, and yes, a bunch of old naked white people, of course. And I honestly thought I was going to be so much more comfortable with being at a nude beach. Like, I was like, oh, I'm going to have my dick out. But once you get there, you're kind of like, oh, I don't know if I want to have my dick out. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if I could do that, man. Yeah, and also, I was, like, kind of paranoid about... People snapping pics. Pictures, and, like, what if there was a fan there, and, like, my limp dick. You know, I don't know if you know this about me, but I hate having my limp dick around people I don't trust. Okay? <laughs> like, if, if I got my limp dick around you, I re- either love you or I've known you for a long time or both. You know what I'm saying? I don't want you to be having my limp dick out, right? So I was like, I don't know, man, if I could do it. So, and, but I, I, I for sure, like, real quick, I took my, my swim trunks off, dove into the water naked once, and then just ran right back, you know? Um, yeah, it's on, it's on the vlog, too. Um, of when me and Chia went to Hawaii, and it's fun. I'm just scared of getting <laughs> sunburn on my dick because it's a place that doesn't get sun. Right, but then, but then, ironically, it's darker than the rest of your body. Oh, that's very true, dude. I always like imagine like, what if I covered up 
No, what if I only covered my dick and then just tan the rest of my body until it was the same color as my dick? Like, would that, how would that look? <laughs> You'd be really fucking dark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, isn't it crazy? It's crazy how, how much darker dick. My, the underbelly of my dick is darker than the rest of my dick. It's weird. I got like a three-tone dick. It's crazy. The underbelly of my dick. <laughs> It's weird, man. It's like a snake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I was uh, just in Hawaii because we're op- opening uh, the store. Mm-hmm. Um, so funny thing that happened, and I'm glad I this. I like it when things happen because then I could talk about it, mm-hmm. right? But and I feel like we're in this age now where a lot of the, like the hottest thing for like girls who are very attracted to do is try to catch guys who are being creepy. Okay, right? And to them, it's you know being creepy. So like for example, there was that girl in the gym where there was a trainer. And this went viral because mm. the guy is like, he kind of looked over and he's like talking to his buddy. And the girl goes, can I help you? Because she set up the camera to make sure that she caught this guy. <laughs> okay. She goes, can I help you? He goes, excuse me? Yeah. He's like, can I help you? Yeah, what's your problem? And he's like, he doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. And then he's a he's a trainer there and he could kick her out if he wants. He goes, uh, he goes, yeah, if, if you need any help, just let me know. Can I help you? And he goes, uh, you could leave this gym, mm-hmm. right? And then- People, she got torn up in the comments because she was trying to make a viral moment about how guys are creepy. Right. But she's in the middle of the gym and she starts undressing in the gym. Okay. And then he just looked over like that and that was it. Yeah. And so it's like, okay. And I had one of these moments mm. where <laughs> I was in the, I was, we were, we were at Alamoana State Beach Park mm. and I was in the water and I was talking on the phone. I was just having a very, very serious conversation <laughs> and I'm sitting there and uh, there was a girl to the left of me. I didn't even fucking notice her. I was just talking in the water, just having this like deep conversation. And I see in my peripheral, this phone like this, and you can see the girl's face like this. Like, and I'm, I didn't know what was going on. And then she's like trying to record me because she's assuming that I'm pretending to be on my phone looking at her ass. I didn't even notice her. Okay. And I, cause I was having, a, it was like a sad conversation. And mm. so like, I'm like this and I look over and I see this conversation. She's like, look, I'm like, yes. <laughs> and then I go, yes. And she goes, oh, I'm like, I had to process what was, I was like, oh, she thought I was like checking her mm. ass out. Well, she had a very nice ass, but yeah. I, did, I literally didn't notice her. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck is your problem, dude? Wow, that's annoying. What a weird thing to do. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, everyone's looking for that viral moment. You yeah. Know? I'll tell you something that happened her to me. Her ass was fucking nice, though. Yeah? And guess what? If I was looking, so what? So be it. And I wasn't. I didn't even get to look at it. <laughs> you were over there being depressed on the phone. I, I was. Like a loser. <laughs> I know. She, her ass was nice. I'll tell you what happened to me one time at Cal State Long Beach. Someone tried to catch me. uh, I think this is what happened. Someone tried to catch me on camera looking at a butt, and I failed, and they did catch me. (laughs) 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 The exact opposite of your story. Um, Dog, I, okay, look. I was in the little lunch area, like little food area. I was with a couple friends, and this table, like, like, Oh, like 10 feet away from us, there was this girl with a huge booty, um, just in some sweats. She wasn't even wearing anything crazy, like, revealing. She just leaned over a table talking to her friend. And I had glanced. I was like, oh, shit. And I was like, I was like, oh, my God. I was completely just enamored by this girl's amazing booty, right? I'm, like, lost in this shit. I'm, like, tapping my friend, like, wow, this girl's ass is amazing. I'm just kind of, like, looking. But I'm not, you know, I'm far away from her, right? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not like, trying to be creepy or whatever. But I'm looking. And then, dog, I swear after that she got up from the table and she was like oh my god she walks off and there was another guy that followed her had a fucking camera that's hella and I was like oh shit (laughs) did I just get caught in some fucking social experiment for a class project or some shit and I was like wow I just got caught 
on camera looking at ass. You know what the weird thing is, though? And I wonder if, you know, ladies can chime in, right? Mm -hmm. Like, if as a heterosexual male and you have this beautiful booty, mm -hmm. are we not supposed to look? And in, in a very respectful manner, not like, oh, oh yeah. yeah. Like, I'm just like, wow. I mean, I feel like, you know, you're... I mean, I don't know. I think we're expected to uh, like it, but you just, you know, you're not allowed to be creepy about it. Yeah, you're not <laughs> staring at it. You're yeah. not catcalling, but it's like, because, so I go to this gym. Yeah. And this gym has a lot of women who are uh, like bodybuilders. Mm -hmm. And, you know, during their off season, they're not drained out and they're, them cakes are nice. Mm -hmm. I, I legit was on the treadmill. My buddy Alex was next to me and he was like, yo, look at this girl. Mm -hmm. And I looked and I, I just froze. Because it was like literally the nicest ass I've ever seen. And I fucking fell off the treadmill. <laughs> you know, I, I went, oh, shit. Because yeah. it, they're so fucking nice. But I don't know what the etiquette is. Like, do I, am I allowed to just go, fight, fight, <laughs> and then go back? No, what you do is the, I mean, I've done the, um, <laughs> look at it real quick. Or... And then you yawn into the ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that was me spreading the cheeks. <laughs> You, you know what I did one time? It was so yeah. embarrassing, dog. I was in high school and I was walking through the mall and this wasn't even like looking at an ass. This is, I just saw like what I thought was like a beautiful girl, right? And I was walking and I'm like looking at this girl. I'm just so like, wow, she's, she's fucking fine. Mm -hmm. And I ran into like a lamppost, right? Like, oh my God. But not only did I fucking run into that shit face first, dog, the bottom of the shit was loose. So I kicked it first. Bang, loud ass bang through the mall. And then people turned around to see me hit my face on this fucking bowl because I was so distracted by this girl. I bet you that girl's fucking self-esteem shot through the roof. <laughs> it's like, I'm so fucking fine. I made this dude lose where he was at and he's ran into a pole. One time I accidentally, I know I made this girl's day just because of my like completely genuine, honest reaction. I was leaving the club one time. I was walking with a couple friends, came around the corner and this girl walked in front of me and immediately I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> and she like smiled. She's like, just kind of chuckled and smirked. And I was like, and I wasn't even, I wasn't trying to holler. It was just surprisingly. Wow. I was just, wow. Oh, oh, wow. This woman is beautiful. You know what I'm saying? And, um, and she smiled. And then I said, hey, yo, 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 bitch, you like hip hop or what? Hey, <laughs> get you one zip. <laughs> come, dra come drain this van. <laughs> drain, drain, drain this thing. <laughs> hey, can you unzip my back real quick? I'm trying to get out. I'm trying to get out this thing. Also, I need a pee. <laughs> Imagine, like, I go to, like, a Halloween club, and, I, like, I take a girl home, and I'm like, all right, so what you trying to do? Unzip me. <laughs> Unzip me. Show me what you want to do. <laughs> that might be kind of sexy. <laughs> or I just like stand in front of her like Nacho Libre style. <laughs> hey, can't you see she's a nun? <laughs> These are my recreation clothes. <laughs> <laughs> underrated movie of all time. Most underrated. Nacho Libre is the reason why I don't trust Rotten Tomatoes reviews. Mm -mm -mm. Because Nacho Libre, which is one of my, like, top favorite, like, comedies, right, has, like, a fucking, like, I don't know, 30% rating on Rotten Tomatoes, the, the, the critics rating. And I'm like, yeah, man, this, y'all just lost all credibility <laughs> for me because I love that movie so much. Man, I say this, dude, like, when it comes to film, because I do a lot of movie reviews, mm -hmm. it's like, when I have my opinion, it's just my opinion. If you like your fucking movie, yeah. Nobody, don't let people take that away from you. Mm -hmm. My opinion is my opinion, how I feel about it. Mm -hmm. If you fucking like it, then that's dope. 
I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Rotten Tomato shit. I'm like, I got to watch it for myself mm-hmm. and then I'll see what's up because I think it's half, half. Like sometimes like they're right. And the other times I'm like, eh, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Oh yeah. Always. You know? uh, I feel like, okay, let, let's ask you this. Cause as you know, um, I'm pretty forgiving with my movie watching. Yeah. You are not as forgiving, right? Yeah. Um, there's not a lot of movies that I would be like, this sucks. You know what I'm saying? Um, what is a movie? Have you ever walked out on a movie or uh, a movie was so bad you were like, I can't finish this? There was this Keanu Reeves movie uh, years ago mm-hmm. where it was, the, you know, the actor in that show, 24? Uh, Sutherland. Yeah, I think so. He's the main guy. And it was Keanu Reeves and him. Yeah. And then I don't know. He was like a drug addict in this film. It was so bad. I literally walked out. That was the only just that. And then Cloverfield. Cloverfield, not because it was bad. Mm. It's because I got motion sickness. Oh, you got dizzy? Mm. Yeah. So I've never seen Cloverfield. Um, I actually threw up. Really? Yeah, and I usually don't get motion sickness, but the camera movement was mm. so jarring for me, and I drank a little bit. Mm. I, I, I threw up, and I asked for my money back because it was so crazy. Uh, I heard that happen to a lot of people, yeah. Um, I I tell you two movies. Oh, a movie I, I just was like, this, this sucks. I think I might have left was, ah, man, I think the second Tomb Raider, Angelina Jolie movie. Like I it, never watched that. I heard that was bad. Though. Oh man, the, that was so the first bad. one was solid, and then the sequel. I forget. I was a little. I was still pretty young, but I remember being like, "Dude, this is this sucks." It's just <laughs> like I can't finish this. Uh, and also, you know, I love Will Ferrell, mm-hmm. right? And we we talked about this on a prior episode, but his Sherlock Holmes movie was so bad. And I love stupid funny. I love smart funny. I love dry funny. But this shit right here. And you you said this because Will Ferrell just he just does what he wants he doesn't care yeah but I was like man this I can't do it man <laughs> it I, I think I was sitting on a plane and I was like nope can't do it I felt that way about a, a t- I mean I feel that way a lot about like certain TV shows mm-hmm. right but movies it's I, like I never try to walk out because I'm like there has to be something here right so. Like, even the movies I dislike, I still watched it all the way through. Like, I watched Shang-Chi three times. So it's like, <laughs> you know, I didn't like it, but I, I wouldn't walk out of it. Right. You know what I mean? So that's kind of hard. I mean, I've a lot of Netflix shows I've been watching recently, and I'm trying to watch because of, you know, Asian support. <laughs> and I'm just like, this is the trashiest fucking show I've ever seen in my fucking life, dude. Mm. And I hate it so much. Ah. Uh. Yeah. What half an episode and I'm out. Uh, and then I come back and I watch the other half and then I come back because I'm trying to support. You know, real quick, what's funny about the, the Sherlock Holmes shit is like I was defending it because people were were shitting on it when the trailer dropped. Mm-hmm. They're like, this looks terrible. This movie sucks, blah, blah, blah. Waste of money. And I was like, you guys, it's not even out yet. How dare you? How dare you? Like, give it a chance. You can you can only tell so much from the trailer. And I watched it or some of it. And I, I think I went back. I was like, all right, y'all are right. <laughs> You guys were right. I'm sorry. <laughs> There's a few of those movies. Let me ask you something. Yeah. You've been in some shitty stuff. <laughs> yeah, I have. I've, I've, done, I've done a couple of shitty movies. Don't, don't watch them. <laughs> he, is, he is openly. He goes, dude, I'm in this thing. Have you seen it? He goes, good, don't watch it. <laughs> he goes, just, just watch my stuff. Just watch my part because I was really good. <laughs> Do you, would you ever say no to a project? Um, let's say you read the script. Yeah. And it's just like, dude, this is going to be fucking terrible. Yeah. And let's say the check is okay. Would you say no to it? If the check was okay and I wasn't doing anything that was like fucking uh, like demeaning or something I thought was going to come back to bite me in the ass. Yeah. um, I would still probably do it because I do feel like 
as a beginner actor, I think having a couple shitty movies under your belt is kind of just part of the process. You feel mm-hmm, me? Mm-hmm. Um, like, I feel like it's just experience. Um, I like going to IMDb and seeing that I have like a roster of shit that I'm in. Um, so it depends. Like if, if I had time for it and the check was decent, yeah, I'll probably be in a, a, a mediocre movie. Yeah. Have you ever thought about just going 100 percent to acting? And being like, never mind the YouTube shit. Yeah. Like, you know, podcast stuff we could do, right? Because it doesn't take as much time. But um, would you just think about going into 100% acting? Because I've thought about this a lot, you know? You know what? I mean, look, if if we were still still doing the podcasting, um, I could do that. I mean, it's kind of podcasting is kind of the only thing I'm doing right now, aside from trying to work on this album. Um, I was just talking to Chia this morning. I was like, babe, it's kind of wild that like, just doing these podcasts and like, and you look, our, our podcasts our, are mildly successful, right? Yeah. They're not like popping, but yeah. they're not like doing bad. They're doing good. Yeah. And I'm like, babe, it's kind of crazy how much mm, consistent money these podcasts bring in. Yeah. You yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, yeah. this is pretty solid. Just yeah. coming in here, bullshitting, talking to you for an hour. Um, so yeah, that, that could, that's some, definitely something that's doable. Cause I feel like I could still pay bills doing that. Right. Um, but let's say, would you be able to, Give up everything and go full time on the acting, acting shit. No one does that. Even actors are like, you know. Oh yeah, hundred yeah, yeah, percent. Like, only yeah. reason I thought about that is because, like, I don't think I have the uh, passion for it as I used to. You mm. know, because before when I, you know, I did it hardcore for like a year, right? And there mm. was a lot of great stuff that happened, like voice voice acting gigs. I got the Netflix thing. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I booked an indie film. I did this stuff, and it was great. Like even the agent was telling me, it's like, look, you know, people when they first act first year, they don't get, they don't, they don't book stuff like you do, right? So, um, but then it didn't feel. Uh, I felt for some reason YouTube felt more satisfying. I don't mm. know fucking why. I don't mm. know if it was because it was like a first, our first love that mm-hmm. kind of happened. But YouTube doesn't have red tape. Like mm, if we wanted yeah. to fucking do something, we just go and do it. Yeah. There's nobody telling us otherwise. And I don't know, like I, I had to really think about it over pandemics. Like, do I really want to be a fucking actor? I mean, that's the thing. YouTube wasn't, I wouldn't call it my first love. I would feel like the acting shit was my first love. Oh shit. Cause I was, you know, I was in theater. I was doing like plays and shit. That's I was right. You know what I'm saying? You're like thespian. I, I got on YouTube because me and my boys were making short films and we were, we didn't know how, we were going to put them out. So we found this random website, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So for me, that shit, booking something, even the process of like auditioning, um, even though I'm like, I feel like I'm bad at auditioning, like being on set all day, like I love that shit, you know? Um, mm-hmm. it, that's like fulfilling for me. And, uh, but I do, yeah, the, the beauty of YouTube for sure, like when we were still doing sketches, was like, oh, I don't need an approval process. I don't need Hollywood. I can write this fucking weird ass sketch and I can get it done now. You know, that that was fun for me. It is, it still is fun. But um, yeah, for me, I'm still trying to act and shit. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, the weird like thought process that kind of goes through is like, you know, I had a conversation with my friend and he was asking me why uh, I don't go out more in acting. And I was just telling him like, you know, I kind of felt, I wouldn't say I would, I didn't, listen, if there's an opportunity that comes in a project that I really like, I'm going to audition for that shit. Yeah. But I'm not in the position where I want to audition for shit that I don't want to be in, mm-hmm. which is very weird because, you know, beggars can't be choosers. Right, but right, right. I think because of YouTube and like, you know, the audience that allows us to do what we do, I don't ever look at myself as a beggar. So mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, like, yeah, that could have been a good check. That could have been this and that. But I don't like this project. I don't care to audition for it. Have you ever turned down something that could have been good, but you just 
weren't feeling it. So you were like, I'm good. Yeah, I definitely have. So mm. um, <clears throat> it's also because, well, it was it was like uh, Wild and Out. Mm. Wild and Out was the big one. Mm-hmm. I turned that down. Because mm-hmm. um, it wasn't your thing. It, it wasn't my thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? There was two things. It wasn't my thing. And then we just started Just Kidding News. Mm. So it's like, it's not so much like I was ride or die for Just Kidding News. It's right. like I was having so much fun doing it. Right, right, right. So why would I give that up for for this other opportunity, which was great, mm-hmm. you know? So when I got that call from from Nick and he called me up, he goes, hey, there's no auditioning process. Like, mm-hmm. you're in. Mm-hmm. So we're going to put you in. And then I had to think about it. And I was like, I we just started Just Kidding News. Mm-hmm. Would I leave Just Kidding News for this? And I'm glad I didn't because Just Kidding News at the time was popping off. Right, right. It was killing. Like, the checks were insane, mm. you know, and what they were offering on Wild and Out at the time mm-hmm. was very small. Yeah. <laughs> it was crazy small. It's kind of, it starts off small when you're first, like it builds over time. Yeah. But for sure, for everybody starting off, it's pretty low. Yeah. yeah. And like when I look back at it and, you know, people have asked, like, do you regret doing that? I'm like, no, because it, it was a lot of money. <laughs> you yeah. know? And I got the, you know, we were going on company trips everywhere to Japan, all mm. over the place, Vegas. And, you know, it was fucking fun. So mm. there is no regret. Yeah. But yeah, I've, I've definitely done stuff where I chose my, my heart first versus like some of the opportunities that could have came out of it. And mm-hmm. to be honest with you, I think I would have done pretty well on it, but I wouldn't have been happy. I feel you. You know, look, man, I'll tell you right now, they asked me to come back to Wild and Out basically every season <laughs> since, since, you know, and, um, they don't have any, they don't have like, I call it the token Asian like you though. Yeah. They don't have them. It's right. hard. I know. Doing Wild Out is fucking difficult. It's not an easy thing. It's a lot, dog. It's yeah. a lot. And you know, that was back, you know, when I was on it, they were doing two episodes a day, sometimes three. Oof. Now they're every day is three episodes. Um, yeah, this last session they just did, Doc, they did two seasons in one round. Um, they were there for like, I want to say like three to four weeks. They knocked out like 60 episodes or some shit like that. Jesus Christ. Yeah, dog, like three episodes a day. It was fucking wild, bro. Like, and I popped in, you know, cause they, they filmed their 20th season. So I popped in for a few episodes, but I'm like for a day, but I'm just to, you know, hey, happy anniversary. But I'm like, I can't believe y'all are doing this every day. This is insane. And someone caught COVID, so they had to like cancel like one day of filming. There was a couple days they did four episodes a day to catch up. Wild. All right, guys, we're going to talk about that right after this break. Hey, y'all, it's Tim. And David. And if you want to listen to Dudes Behind the Foods without ads, now you can. Just go to dudesbehindthefoods.supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free. You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting our show too. That's dudesbehindthefoods.supercast.com. Thanks. So yeah, I feel like if y'all see me go back to Wild and Out, it's because I'm like, all right, man, I need some money. <laughs> <laughs> no, so a lot of people don't know when we were doing JK News, we uh, there was a certain point we were pumping out three episodes per day on the channel. So seven days a week. On, on what? JK News. What do you mean three episodes? So there would be three JK News episodes uploaded Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Oh, oh, oh. so when you were fi- – but yeah, y'all used to film so fucking so much. We would film from 9 a.m. to like 12, 12 a.m. Yeah, them shits were uh, – like when I signed up, when I was down for a JK News day, it was like – 
all right, let's do it. You got to get ready. <laughs> it's so a marathon. It, it was 9 a.m. to 12 a.m. And then uh, later on, it switched out to uh, we reduced the amount because it was just too much. And then we kind of came to a point where like, look, we're, we're working way too fucking much. Mm. And, you know, the pay was great for everybody because you got to realize, too, like you're working one day a week. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And so nobody ever complained about the money that was make that we were making and for working one day a week because mm. it was it, I mean it was a lot night I mean, you got trying to make jokes from 9 a.m. to 12 a.m. was really really hard oh I bet that shit was rough dude and towards like the last like 20 episodes we were all delirious mm -hmm. we were just saying whatever mm -hmm. we didn't know what the fuck was going which by the way got us into a lot of trouble because <laughs> we were just delirious right 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 you know so those days were, were pretty fucking insane mm -hmm. but I'll tell you this though it was fun while while it would la while it lasted and I, when I decided to leave that was a that was a interesting moment because I got I think I got too comfortable mm. right because when the check's coming in and all you have to do is show up and be yourself like you kind of just stop doing anything else they say comfort is the enemy of progress and that's what happened so I decided to leave and that's when I started to go more into the acting stuff and I booked the indie film I booked the Netflix show I did mm -hmm. all this other stuff that would have never happened if I didn't leave uh, JK News I feel it man I feel it you know um, and I and that's kind of the same reason why um, even though they asked me to come I mean when, when me and Wild and I broke up it was like a mutual thing it was more like I had been thinking about it, and then they were like, hey, maybe not this season. And I said, hey, man, works for me. But when they started hitting me up like, hey, so, you know, maybe what if you came back? I'm like, ah, I don't know. I'm kind of cool, guys. I feel like I don't want to be on Wild and Out forever. You know what I'm saying? Um, and uh, I definitely felt like I had played my part, did my thing. It was time to move on. Who's the Asian person that's taking your role? They brought Jin on for a couple seasons. Mm -hmm. Um and uh, there was one Filipino dude that did like an episode and then they kind of, they sent him home after that. Um, it's hard. People it's, don't know how hard, this is improv shit. Yeah. Even though there's like, you know, writers to help you out, you still have to, the, the stage presence, it's theater, it's hard, man. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's a lot of, um, you know, if, if not only improv, I think the stage presence is important, man, because the Wild and Out crowd, um, it's, it's a little, you know, it, it can be intimidating. Yeah. You, you feel me? Because it's like, uh, I feel like it's the closest thing. It's like stand up mixed with like you're doing a fucking live theater performance. Yeah, you yeah, feel yeah. me? It's, it's theater performances, and you're also coming into a group that already has a synergy, mm -hmm. and you have to somehow match that energy, come in and make a statement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's very, very difficult. Mm -hmm. When I did that show, that bit off of that of Patrick <laughs> Cloud show, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like that was hard. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And luckily, you know, Charlie Clips and uh, Casita, yeah, Casita yeah. was there because they gave me a lot of tips. Yeah, nicest dudes ever. I was allowed to get my flow because they helped me out a lot. Yeah, you talked about that. Yeah, so that was dope, you know, and that was hard. That was fucking difficult. But, yeah. I feel like there hasn't been an Asian dude since me that could really, like, Jin, Jin got bars, and he has some jokes, but I think he was more bars than jokes. Um, it's different. They brought Rice Gum on for a couple episodes to try that out. I don't think that worked out. Yeah, he sucked. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think he's a nice guy, but he, he just wasn't good on that show. He just... It's different. Yeah, you know, I don't know what he's up to now, but he definitely didn't work on Wild and Out. Uh, Mimi, actually, I don't know if you're familiar with Mimi. Um, it's lovely Mimi. She kind of popped off on Instagram. She did a little bit of like love and hip hop type shit. Okay. Um, and uh, it's very loud, hilarious Asian chick, right? Um, she's the Asian on there now, and she—if you watch her first couple seasons, rough, because um, her shit was off social media, so. 
being on stage. Different. New for her, right? Rushing the jokes. Timing was off. Fucking screaming for no reason. But after being on for a couple seasons and figuring it out, she kills it now. It's funny. Fucking bars. Great shit, right? Um, so she's doing good. Improved a lot. Um, there just hasn't been an Asian dude that could do what I do, bro. <laughs> I mean, here's the hard part, right? They're trying to hire people who are social media people. Mm-hmm. And social media people is dope. But the thing about it is when you do jokes with 4,000 jump cuts, mm-hmm. you get to control what's happening, mm-hmm. right? You're not really having to perform in front of a live audience where you have to dictate the comedy and be a funny person. Mm-hmm. Anybody can be funny on Instagram, mm-hmm. right? But then when you have to perform live, different vibe. Completely right? different. And it's, look, you know, hey, the people that are funny on Instagram, they found their wave. They yeah, found they're their fucking thing. hilarious. I watch all your shit. And it doesn't, but, you know, it, it's it's different, yeah. you know? Um, like some of these people can't do what you do. You can't do what they do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It, especially like when Vine popped off in the beginning, I was like, how, how are they doing this? Yeah. How are these kids being so funny in six seconds? I can't do I couldn't wrap my head around it. Yeah, you it was know? hard. It was a struggle. Um, I was going to tell you in terms of Asian-ness, um, did I ever tell you about that fucking movie I turned down because it was like accidentally racist? <laughs> uh. This was a, this could have been a, a decent opportunity, all right? This was a very like powerful producer in like urban Hollywood, all right? And he, Tyler Perry, all right. No, not Tyler Perry. <laughs> but he was like, hey man, he fucked with me and he was like, yo, I got a part that I, I think you might be good for in this movie. And uh, I had a meeting with him and I'm reading the script and at first I'm reading the script and the character's kind of like, he's like the nerdy brother of the main girl. And I was like, mm, okay, nerdy brother. Mm, all right. I, I try not to play nerds because like the whole Asian stereotype, but I'm like, all right, well, let me, let me see what else he's talking about. Right. It's like, he's like a camera guy. He's kind of nerdy. He's kind of nervous. I'm like, okay. And later on in the episode, he gets like beat up. I'm like, mm, I don't know how I'm feeling about this character. I don't know. And then li- literally in the script, and I watched the movie after the fact, this scene actually got taken out and it wasn't an Asian guy. But in the script, there's a part where this dude gets, he's hanging out the side of a car, hanging on, and his pants come down. And it says like, the script says, his tiny penis is flapping in the wind. And okay. I'm like, bro, We're I'm done. like, hey We're dog, done. I can't do this. Yeah. And he's like, why not? I'm like, bruh, this is this is gonna undo everything I've been trying to do for my people. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, so what? Like, would you want to be like, what? Like the lead? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So he was like, he kind of looked at the script. He's like, okay, okay, we all right, we might be able to make that work. Anyways, it, it didn't work, right? Yeah. The movie came out on Netflix. It was it was whatever. It was like a, it was just like Netflix movie. Um, and uh, but that was one thing. Where I was like, I'm putting my foot down. I can't do this shit, yeah. man. <laughs> I, and that's very respectable yeah. because honestly, that shit probably would have bit you in the ass, though. Mm-hmm. Pe- people would have been talking about that shit, especially because like we've been so forward about representing our people in the way that we do it. Mm-hmm. You know, because I know a lot of people who would take that role and they 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 don't really care. Right. right. I care a lot. And a lot of people might disagree with the way that I approach my, you know, Asian support. Mm-hmm. But I got to do it my way. Mm-hmm. That shit would have probably stuck with you. Oh, 100 percent, dog. You know, especially after like. You know, you know, my whole MO, bro, is the is like to be like, hey, we're not the stereotype. You know, we're not this, we're not that. For me to fucking take one of my first movie roles and it's like, it's that? Oh, no thank you, brother. <laughs> no, no thank you, brother. No thank you, brother. <laughs> um, <laughs> Ten types of Asian penis. <laughs> there was also. <laughs> <laughs> 
Purple, curved, <laughs> dark underbelly. This is all, all my dick. Neapolitan. <laughs> there was also a part, I, I don't know if I've talked to you about this, but I have talked about this before, where um, I was in a meeting with also somebody who worked for a very uh, popping producer, right? And I was trying to pitch this show about an Asian guy dating a black girl. I'll tell you about this. No, I don't think so. Okay. If you uh, did, I forgot. If you did, he forgot. If y'all heard the story, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> so we're at this meeting. It's me and another Asian dude who um, I've worked on shit with. And I'm trying to pitch this show about an Asian guy dating a black girl. It's kind of like, you know, roughly based on, you know, my life and things I've dealt with, right? Um, and so we had one scenario where, okay, what if, you know, she's coming to his house for dinner for the first time and, you know, there's some unfamiliar smells, the fish sauce, the whatever, it's some shit. It can be a little funky to someone who's unfamiliar with the Asian flavors, right? And so this woman, <laughs> I have told this story because I remember saying she was spicy white. She was white, but she was a kind of spicy white, uh, like Greek or some shit, right? And she says, uh... She's like, oh, yeah, we're all spitballing. And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, she can come in the kitchen and they're like cooking dog or something. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> and it was one of those times. Yeah, we definitely talked about this okay. before. <laughs> now that I say spicy white, I remember it. But, yeah, man, it was one of those times where we were like, what the fuck? And it just shows how much representation matters. Because this bitch was just talking about it like, yeah, this is a regular ass joke I can make. But, like, bitch, you don't know me. You don't know who the fuck I am. Yeah, what uh, the fuck? I'm the token Asian a while enough. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know me. I've been in two shitty movies that you can watch on Amazon. <laughs> now unzip my back. <laughs> <laughs> Empty my pee sack, or <laughs> I do it in a sake cup. <laughs> what? Bro, speaking of, uh, this just reminded me, speaking of Halloween, because uh, you talked about unzipping my shit. One time I got sexually assaulted in San Diego. <gasps> um, <laughs> I was wearing this costume. Um, and uh, oh, I ain't gonna lie, man. I want to get sexually assaulted <laughs> once. Well, I'll tell you this. By, and by a woman, not a guy. It that's been, already happened. It would have been. <laughs> tell me about it. Yeah. It would have been fine if it didn't hurt. Okay. <laughs> I need more tequila. Hold on, more Kirkland tequila. <laughs> oh, you finished it? I'm surprised. Uh, so I'm it's in San Diego. It's watery. Uh, <laughs> I'm in a subway. It was after a club night. I'm in a subway. It's like fucking two a.m. Twenty-four hour subway. It's pretty rowdy in there. You know what I'm saying? It's Halloween. Everyone's drunk. Everyone wants their fucking six foot chicken bacon ranch. Six inch chicken bacon ranch. Six inch chicken bacon ranch. Delicious, by the way. Oh, so good. So I'm in there, and I have this onesie on, and uh, this girl in a Leonardo Ninja Turtle costume, I remember very vividly, walks by, and she goes, nice dick, slaps me on my dick. Talk. Get the fuck out of here. Slaps, like, the tip Get of my dick. Get the fuck out of here. And I was like, ouch, thank you, ouch. <laughs> fuck, I was like, what the fuck? She just walked by. Was she drunk? Yeah, everybody was drunk. Had to be. Super drunk. Dude, and she just dick checked you. Yeah, dick checked me, but it, and it, but it wasn't like a punch. The fact that it was a slap made it feel a little more sexual. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, the homies dick check you, fucking punch you in the dick, right? But she was like, nice dick. I was like, ouch! <laughs> you know what happened once? So, you know, Gio and I, we always like fuck with each other, right? Yeah, we yeah. like sibling rivalry. Mm -hmm. I, I kicked her in the pussy once. Oh! 
<laughs> it was an accident, but I legit kicked her in the pussy. But go. just to let you know, she's definitely nut checked my ass like five or six times <laughs> in my life. And she always does that shit. And how did the pussy kick go? Did she, did she was in champagne? It hurt, hurt, but I cried laughing because <laughs> I couldn't. I was trying to look. I was like trying to kick her in the body, but she's so t- tall. Yeah. I kicked her in her pussy, and that shit made me die laughing, dude. <laughs> that was the best. That's pretty funny. Oh, hilarious, dude. You ever? Okay, so um, one time I remember I was I was messing with this girl, and um, as a joke, I would like blow. I would like go to her her cooch, and I go, and it would go <laughs> the air back out. And I thought it was so funny and we would laugh. But then I read, you're not supposed to do that because it can cause like something bad. Like I forget exactly what can happen, but you're not supposed to blow air into a cooch because like, she just would let you do it. She's just like, oh, my God, stop. But I would just go like, you know, and it would go and it would go back. And then we would laugh. You're the fucking weirdest person that I know, dude. <laughs> nobody would ever, nobody in this podcast is going to be like, yo, I remember when I did that. It's just you. Don't try that at home. He, can... would, he would do it and wait for an echo. Hello! <laughs> I would go, I would do like a fucking bottle. <laughs> there once was a man who went to see. And then I would like, and then I would lick my fingers and go. <laughs> you would tap her labia like a Tibetan bull. Fucking <laughs> 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 give us a sound bath, dog. It was lit. Um, well, guys. Well. <laughs> <laughs> that wraps up this episode. <laughs> <laughs> the Happy Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for listening and watching. Make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, all that bullshit. Uh, okay, bye. Joe <laughs> <laughs> the Behind the food, behind the food, yeah, is the news behind the food. Look, I love eating bread, I love eating tortillas, I love just, I love it, I love it, I love it, okay? But I'm trying to get healthy for this new year, and that's why I'm effing with Hero bread okay hero bread is listening to their biggest fans and has just launched their new recipe which is made with heart healthy olive oil and guess what hero bread has zero to one gram of net carbs zero grams of sugar and is high in fiber okay and and guess what hero bread products are delicious and flavorful offering the soft fluffy experience that you love when enjoying a refreshing blt savory breakfast burrito or mouth watering cheeseburger but guess what hero bread is offering 10 percent off your order of their new recipe go to hero.co and use code dudes10 at checkout that's d-u-d-e-s-1-0 at h-e-r-o dot c-o i love it